früher. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Dodging Sleep podcast. My name is Ian Carlson. Uh, we're recording this on the 13th of June, and I hope you're having a very pleasant day wherever and whenever you're listening. Um, on this day in history, in 1962, Sandy Koufax hit one of only his two home runs for his whole 12-year career, um, and it proved to be the difference, actually, because it helped the Dodgers to a 2-1 win over what were then known as the Milwaukee Braves. Um, and then a bonus on this day in history this year in 1998, the first ever triple play at Dodger Stadium was completed by Darren Drafer, Eric Young, Jose Viscano and Bobby Bonilla um, as the Dodgers beat the Rockies. Um, so back Bobby to Bonilla. Yeah, a name I know. Here, spoken in positive light very often these days. Well, you, you, you hear it, you tend to hear it once a year, don't you, for, uh, Just... for, for well known reasons. Um, the other voice you can hear there is Ian Blees, because there's only two of us this week, so it's the All Ian Show. How are you doing, Ian? I'm really good, mate. I'm really good. Been a busy day. I've been working in the pub today for the England game. Um, got back about an hour ago. Uh, glad to have a little bit of light relief and, and not thinking about work, but, but yeah, absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. Well, I spent the day with my two brothers, one of whom's a Cubs fan, one of whom's an Indians fan, so I made sure to wear my Mookie Betts shirt and my Dodgers World Series champion baseball cap. So uh, course, good days all, good days all round. Um, so uh, quick recap of, of the week that's just gone. Um, so since we last podded, we uh, we had what I think many of us predicted last week as a sweep of the Pirates. We beat them 3-0. Um we did drop one. I think most of us thought we would drop one game at some point. So we're currently one all against the Rangers with the with the deciding game um, later on tonight. Um, what do you make of it, Ian? Well, I mean, it, you know, it's one of those things you see. You start to, you know, you watch the Dodgers. And obviously, I, so I went for a three and two prediction last week, but I genuinely believed we were going to win more. Um, it's just that I was sick of being wrong in the wrong direction. Um <laughs> So I thought, right, I'm going to go low and then they're going to outperform my expectations. And they absolutely did. They won the first four. And then last night happened. Um, and I think uh, I think Trevor Bowers on about uh, his ERA is about 264 and his winning record, I think, is six and five. And uh, I, I don't know what it is. He's just not getting run support. I mean, last night, uh, I think he'd given up six runs, four earned. Um, by the time he came out of the game. So it wasn't necessarily down to the run support. But in general, uh, I just feel like he's been on a he's been on the end of a, a bit of a lack of, uh, of, of offense on, on a quite regular basis. If you look at uh, Walker Bueller, who has a very similar ERA, but is 5-0 and on the season, you know, um, and, I, you know, I think one of the things that goes against, goes against Bauer is his longevity. Uh, you know, he's got such stamina. He can, he regularly throws over a hundred pitches. Uh, and I guess, I guess that gives him more chance to lose, but you would think it gives him more chance to win as well. But um, yeah, it's been, it's been a, it's been a great week. I feel like, I just feel like last, last night brought us 
a bit back down to earth with a bit of a bang. You know, uh, two games against the Rangers. We won the first one, 12-1. So, of course, we lost the second one, 12-1. Um, so, I don't know. What, what did you think of it? Um, well, I mean, it, it, it's interesting, isn't it, how your sort of psyche changes when, depending as much as how your team are doing, as how other teams are doing so when you know when you're sitting there and what are they that the Padres are currently on what have they done they've won only three out of their last 10 and on the last 10 our record of six and four matches the Giants so you can kind of you can kind of in some ways cope with with the odd defeat if those around you are doing the same having said that one of the points that we made last week was you know we, we'd had a run of playing against some quite tough teams and there is a degree of, you know, when you're up against the weaker sides, you've really got to you've got to go for it and get the wins on the board at that point. So, um, yeah, I think we all kind of expected to lose at least one. But that's just really because of how the season's been going. I think, you know, the, the, if we were um, if we'd come up against those two sides, you know, in the first month of the season when everything was going really well, we'd have probably all said, yeah, we're going to sweep both 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 series and and indeed we probably should have swept both series so yeah it's disappointing to be dropping games against weaker teams because that might count against us I mean it's going to go it's going to go right to the wire in our division and and that could count against us in terms of winning the division or indeed in in terms of the ranking of of wildcard teams afterwards you just don't know how these things play out it's very true and I think um I, I agree with you I think we all expected to lose a game but I think if you if we look at it in a more analytical sense, which game do we expect to lose? Do we expect to lose the game where the highest paid player per season in baseball is pitching? The answer is probably not, right? You know, we probably expect to provide him with a little bit of run support uh, and to win that game against uh, against Texas Rangers. Um, and that just didn't happen. And I, I, and I kind of feel that um, Bauer is... I. I I don't know. It's it's it's, it's a hard one to put. Uh, the Dodgers have been hit by injuries this year. There's there's, there's no doubt about it. Um, but I kind of feel that um, Bauer is constantly coming in after the bullpen have done amazing things, and therefore he's expected to to go seven, eight innings, you know, eight innings, throw yeah. 110 pitches. Um, and it can't be good for him in the long term. You know, he might be, he might, he might say and think that he's at the physical peak of his career, and that he's, you know, he, he's never going to be able to throw more than he is right now. But I don't think it's, I don't think it's good for him. And I think, I think we need to do a bit of a better job of protecting him. This is, a, it's a hundred and sixty-two game season. Um, he's going to pitch in uh, a lot of games for us, providing he stays fit. Uh, and I kind of think that regardless of what he's saying and what he's doing, and what a lot of the uh, certainly older baseball commentators who kind of think that pitch counts and nonsense are saying. Um, I just kind of think we need to be protecting him a little bit more. Um, obviously, we've seen, and I don't think this is on the agenda to talk about tonight, so I'm hesitant to mention it, but we've seen, uh, you know, spin gate, spin rate gate, mm-hmm. rate gate, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we've seen that hit the headlines this week because... Um, you know, virtually all the top pitchers in baseball have seen a 25% or more drop in spin rate, um, uh, you know, because they're being told that they're actually being policed on substance. Mm. Um, now, some of them have handled it a lot better than others. It was a quite 
as much as as much as um, Garrett Cole plays for the Yankees, and no one ever likes to see them do well. I did quite enjoy Josh Donaldson giving Garrett Cole some stick, uh, and then going over three against him. Um, mm. So, yeah, I I do, I do this thing where I wander off topic a lot. Um, you probably noticed on no, previous podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's I mean, I think the thing on the, the, the Bauer thing as well is, and and obviously everybody's got a different personality, a sort of different different makeup, but. Um, because of his social media, because of his big personality, um, it, I, I, I can't help but think that that puts even more stress on him to perform because he's not only as he, you know, put himself up on a sort of pedestal based on his own excellent form and winning the Cy Young and all the rest of it. He continues to kind of build that pedestal for himself. It's not like the, it's, it's one of those, you know, quite often in sports, it's the fan base that build the players up and then they have the fall. I think that the fan base around Bauer, while while I would say predominantly are positive for him, they're not anywhere near as gushy for him as they would be for, say, a Kershaw. And therefore, a lot of the pedestal building has come from himself. So he's, he is setting, to an extent, sets himself up for a, for a bigger fall than some of the others. And, you know, if, if, if Kershaw had a bad game, if Bueller had a bad game, um, May when he's back in, if Gonsolin, whatever, you know, it, it sort of bad day at the office but I think with Bauer it gets highlighted more and I suspect the pressure on him in the next game to perform will be greater still and you can you can while you're winning games and doing well that has a positive sort of compounding effect but once you have a bad outing even if it's you know he had what was it nine strikes last night so it was not as though he was doing particularly badly um but nevertheless it 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 will rankle the scale of the defeat and then next time out he strikes me as one of those people who come to the mound very much feeling he has a point to prove, which can motivate and galvanise some people in a re- really positive way. But equally, it can be quite debilitating if you just put in more and more stress on yourself. So it's going to be interesting to see how it pans out. Um, I think you're right about the run support. And it's funny, it was only it's only a couple of days ago and I was looking down the, the, the card thinking, well, other than Seager... I found myself looking, thinking, are we are we nearly there with our best sort of starting lineup? Um, and I was going down thinking, well, well, Muncie's there and Betts is there, and we got Taylor. And you're going down thinking, yeah, other than Seager. And now, of course, you know, Muncie's going to be out. He's gone the he's gone gone on the IL, but but hopefully it will only be for a short period. Um, you know, Betts is clearly still struggling on and off for form. Um, I forget now. Somebody else came off early as well, didn't they? As well as Muncie. I forget who it was now. There was somebody else um, struggling early on. Um, Bellinger. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Bellinger. Mm. Yeah. 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 So, so suddenly now you're looking to go back, you know, back to the injuries, injuries, back to the, you know, mixing the injuries with the poor form. Um, it's just putting more pressure then on the, on, on the pitches, which is back to your point about, um, about the run support and, 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 you know, no, this, this, absolutely, and I think uh, listen, Max Muncy uh, and Chris Taylor have put this team on the back. Uh, they've, you know, they've stepped up where Mookie Betts, Mookie Betts. I, I, one day I'll get used to it. Mookie Betts um, <laughs> has has been obviously not quite the player he was last year. Um, today, we're all pretty sure he's got some kind of injury that he's playing through because he's just not the the Mookie Betts we expect. Um, uh, but yeah, so he's been playing through that. We've had we've had Bellinger out who's obviously a huge loss. He's only got one home run this year, but uh, he's come awfully close on a lot of occasions. And on the previous ball, I'm pretty sure they would all go. Um, 
but he's been he's been you know he's been playing his trademark characteristic um uh you know elite defense in in center field um but yeah muncie going out at the same time as potentially bellinger again now now yesterday dave roberts said bellinger was on a scheduled day off and was back in was going to play today and he's not in the lineup for today uh, Betts is in centre field uh, for today, uh, so hopefully it's hopefully it's nothing. Uh, but I believe it's a hamstring strain, and you know when you've when you've had some time out uh, and you and you come back and you start sprinting hard, those things do occur. So hopefully yeah. it's just a little twinge and something he can get massaged out uh, or do a little bit of rehab on, and he's and, he, and he's and he's back really quickly. Uh, Oblique is probably the worst thing that you can hear for a hitter. Um, it's such a debilitating injury. I actually, I actually had an injury uh, uh, to an oblique a few years ago when I was doing some. I, I was training for a charity boxing event, and it is honestly one of the most painful injuries I've ever had uh, because you just you 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 use it in everything. Um, and Muncy had obviously gone through this patch where he wasn't hitting, but he was still getting on base. I don't know, 30% of the time. He was still, mm. like, it was ridiculous. His, 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 his eye is so good. Um, and then you, he started to combine the two, his eye and his power, his timing, they were, everything was coming together. Uh, he was consistently hitting home runs. He was getting to the point where he was basically leading the team. Mm. Uh, and then just like that, he's, he's out of the team and, and Pujols, came, uh, Pujols comes in. Now, Pujols is another conversation because uh, he's he, he just seems like he's either a home run or a double play. Uh, you know, he, he's he's hit. I think he's got ten home runs on the year. Uh, I'm not sure how many of them how how many of them are as a Dodger, but four or five, I guess. He's hitting he's hitting home runs at a higher rate for the Dodgers than he was for the Angels. Oh, he's having a yeah. Com- the time with the Dodgers compared to the time with the uh, with the Angels, it's 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 chalk and cheese isn't it yeah i think there's pressure i mean i don't know if you saw i think it was last night so he ground into a double play last night but because of what you would call as uh, well, what i would call as someone who's played the game for a long time for over 20 years uh excellent base running from justin turner uh the, the, it wasn't a double play so Turner, there's it's it's, it's actually it's, it's it's interesting because I know we're going to get onto unwritten rules later on, but um, there's a rule around contact around second base, and it's a written rule actually. Uh, the um, but it used to be that you would have to slide somewhere in the direction of second base if you could scrape it with your fingernail as you slid three feet over to the left to take out the shortstop and break up the double play, it was perfectly acceptable. And following the Chase Utley play against the Mets a few years ago in the playoffs, um, the rule was amended. And to be fair, probably rightfully so. At the time, and I might get a load of shit for this, but oh, I swore. I've done so well at not swearing. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, I, might, I might get a load of stick for this. Um 
I think I think we'd all be glad for a load of stick to be honest, because that shows that the, the the viewing figures, or the listening figures, are going up. So I'm all for a load of stick. But yeah, carry on. Yeah. So <laughs> um, at the time, what Chase Utley did, uh, what what Chase Utley did was within the rules of the game. Um, rightly or wrongly, it was a very aggressive slide. Uh, he knew exactly what he was doing. I don't think he was intending on 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 hurting the the, the player involved, but he did, and it was. And it was bad. It was a broken leg, you know. Um, and where these things happen in MLB, you've seen them react and they've changed the rules. Mm. Uh, uh, the, the other one in recent years that you'll know about is the Posey rule, uh, which is, it used to be that if the catcher had the ball and he was stood there waiting to tag you as a base runner, you could just flatten him. You could just yeah. launch yourself into him, try and dislodge the ball. In fact, to be honest with you, if you're out by more than three steps, that was the best way to have a go at doing it. Did it multiple times myself when I was playing. I just tried to take out people. I'd aim my shoulder at the glove, trying to, you know, try and knock the, try and knock the ball loose. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a reasonable size, and when I'm in full flight, I, I, I imagine I carry a certain amount of force. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so if it works for me, it definitely works for professional athletes who all weigh my size, but are actually up who all weigh at least what I weigh, but are actually all muscle rather than rather than the cushioning that, that I possess. Um, but that's 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 a rule, and, and they reacted to it and they changed it. So anyway, so Justin Turner slid into second base, I think it was last night, um, and um, his left foot veered away from second from from second base to, towards the shortstop side of the bag, made contact with the fielder and pulled the fielder down to the ground uh, and the fielder overthrew. Now, up until, I don't know, six, seven years ago, there, was, there wasn't even a conversation about that. That's just good baseball. We're all taught to do it. But last night, they reviewed it all and they checked it. Uh, and I found myself watching the review. And, I was, and, and every time you watch things in slow-mo, it always looks a little bit worse than it does in real life. Mm. And I thought, oh, I think, you know, the way it's been going, they might overturn this. Um. But there was, in, there, was enough, there was enough doubt that they didn't. Um, but the original point that I was trying to make was basically about Albert Pujols. And mm. he's basically too good to strike out very often, um, which normally is a very admirable quality in a, in a baseball player. You don't want them striking out loads. But when they've got a runner on first in front of them and they can't run, but uh, you almost want them to strike out more than you do hit a, oh, hit a soft grounder say, what, to second base. Yeah, one is better than two, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, no, just just going back on the on the um, just looking at his stats. Actually, he has he's got yeah he's got five home runs with those, and it was and and ten for the season. So he's split it with those and the Angels five and five. But it's it's most of the other stats. His batting average uh, are up is. Um, yeah, slugging to on base percentage, everything, all, all the main stats are, are significantly better with those than they were down the road at Disney. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I think he's enjoy- he's enjoying his baseball as well. You know, he's um, whenever you, whenever the camera pans to him, he's always got a big smile on his face, and he's always uh, he's always he's always he always seems to be talking to a younger player. Now, maybe maybe that's because he's one of the oldest players in the league, if not the oldest player in the league. But he always seems to be talking to a younger player, so someone who's yeah. you know twenty five or below. And he always seems to be you know chatting to them and helping them out and just get offering offering them his perspective on 
on whatever's going on. And I, the Dodgers have got a big reputation for, uh, for for having veterans in the dugout and trying to, you know, bring on the youth in that way. Obviously, you know, Chase Utley we've already mentioned mm. uh, in 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 recent years. We've had um, uh, David Freeze. His name went out of my head for a split second there. Um, but yeah, you know, we, so we've always we've always been able to do this, and I think he could now now with with Muncy's injury, uh, especially as Bellinger. Um, yeah, because it's more important, doesn't it? Yeah, you know, he he might get a, a few more bonus at bats than potentially he was expecting. But it, and I think, but I think it also, that. yeah, but it's also, I mean, it's a huge credit to the guy, isn't it? Because because let's face it, he's sitting there with what three MVPs, a yeah, couple of MVPs, couple of yeah. three MVPs, couple of World Series wins, I think. Um, probably got more money than he knows what to do with. Uh, you know, you, you could you could very easily have said said to the A's, right, okay, fine. If it's not working for you, it's not working for me, I shall go and sit on a beach somewhere. Um, but but to actually go, no, do you know what? Well, there's probably a bit of pride. You don't want to go out on a on a sort of being released. You want to go out, you know, on your terms kind of thing. So so get another team. But but to actually then throw yourself into it, and as you say, be very visible in the in the dugout and, and talking to the younger players and being part of it. And there was that great photo. Is it Muncie giving, giving the hug to and the photo's, from behind Pujols, so you can see Muncy's face in that that huge sort of bear hug kind of thing, and 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 yeah, you know, it's a huge credit to the guy because he could just be, as I say, on a beach counting his money, waiting to get. Put Listen, into the twelve years ago, Muncy was Mike Trout. Like you know, uh, sorry, uh, Pujols was Mike Trout, right? Yeah. You know, and he's, uh, you know, he's not aged well with the Angels. Um, it clear, I think potentially it's not the friendliest ballpark to play in. Um, and I think, you know, Albert Pujols is the first ballot Hall of Famer. There is no mm. doubt about it. There is not, uh, there is nothing within the game that he can do to stop that happening. You know, he's he's not going to play so badly this okay. year over the next couple of years, however long he plays for, that he doesn't end up on as a for, first ballot Hall of Famer. There is no doubt in my mind he goes straight in, um, and he seems like the type of character that wouldn't have anything off the field uh, come in either. Agreed. Uh, yeah, we 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 hope, <laughs> um, but he's he's a he's a superb talent. Uh, I think he's he's back to prove a point. He wants to win one more World Series. The team I believe to be the best team in baseball, and the Dodgers came in for him, and he took he took the chance. Mm. It's, it was it's credit to him because I think he stayed relatively quiet with the Angels exit. Uh, the yeah. Angels came Just out and said that he wanted throughout. to play every day, um, and they couldn't do that. So they got so so they came to an amicable 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 agreement to um, uh, to, to part ways. Pay for him to score home runs for us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is it, and 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 he'll do a job. Um, he, he'll do a job now going forward uh, for us, whatever whatever that is. Uh, and let's be honest, when it comes round to the when it comes round to the playoffs, when it comes round to the World Series, um, and we've got the DH involved. Um, if we're facing if we're facing a lefty hitter, then you know it's, it seems fairly handy that it's going to be uh, that it's going yeah, to be a bit, of a no, a bit of a no-brainer, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So we've been all over the place now, but but back to um, yeah. So it's so the last so last week. Yeah, I mean four one. I, I mean the thing is, three weeks ago, if you'd said to us at the start of the uh, on, on the pod, would you take a four one record for the week ahead? given how 
sort of depressing and gloomy and got at a point you've gone like, frankly i'll take three and two never mind four and one so you know four and one we're still clearly in it in the in the division um and I, you know, let's be honest it's going to come down to some um uh, important head-to-heads between us and the padres and us and the giants i'm, I'm, I'm you know and and if you know whoever can get the lion's share of those over the course of the season you know the giants and the padres are clearly going to take games from one another as well that can play to our advantage um so um so yeah let's um let's 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 keep going and we'll, well we'll come on to predictions for the weekend towards the end of today's today's pod um as there were only a couple of us on it tonight is as i said earlier it's the it's the ian's show this week we, we haven't got a huge long list long agenda this time but but ian's already mentioned we are we're going to talk about unwritten rules um, which we've done a couple of times now, as regular regular um, listeners will know. Uh, and tonight we're going to talk about the um, do not, you know, another one for the batter. Do not spend your time admiring a home run that you've hit. This this seems to perfectly sum up the let that let the kids play kind of kind of line. Um, you I've never played as, as as people will know, but being you've you've played a lot. What what's your view on this? Well, uh, I've. I reckon I I probably I'd, I'd hate to estimate the number of at bats that I've had, um, but it's a lot. Uh, I mean, we don't play every day. We play what we, we play two games every uh, every week on a Sunday, um, and I've been playing since I was uh, fourteen. So I've been playing a long time. I'm thirty nine now, forty in a forty in a in a few weeks. So twenty six years of baseball, uh, and honestly, I have connected sweetly with the baseball once. <laughs> and, and I and I, and I only I mean um, what I say by that is I thought I connected sweetly with the baseball on so many occasions <laughs> until I did it this one time and, a, and it was in a tournament in Bel. I'll set the scene for you. It was a summer's day. It was uh, <laughs> it was the Maybank holiday in in August. It was. Glorious weather. We're playing. The Trojans are playing in a tournament in Belfast. Um, I'm due up to bat. The previous pitcher has walked the bases loaded. They bring in a new pitcher, and I notice that this pitcher is 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 he's really throwing about. He's throwing about fifty miles an hour straight in the middle. The pitch isn't moving, and I'm like, oh, oh, I fancy this. And I get you know because it's because he's warming up. I'm in the on deck circle and I get my timing in. And the first pitch he throws me. I take, I, I mean, I'm surprised my shoes stayed on. I swung that hard, but I hit all of it. And it's the, and it's the only time I've, I've, I've hit a baseball close to 400 feet, which is obviously a fairly standard distance for, mm. for, for a major league. I don't know how far I, you know, we, do, we didn't have stat cash at the Belfast tournament that year in 2016. <laughs> um, but it was probably fairly close to 400 feet. Uh, it was a big field uh, and it wasn't that close to the fence. Um, and that made me realise that all these other home runs—I say all these—the other home runs that I'd hit—and I'm probably—and I probably am in single figures over my adult career. I hit a couple at junior level as well. Um, uh, but all of the ones that I'd hit, they—they weren't—they haven't been sweet connections. They'd, they'd kind of been missed in some way or other. So it gives me a lot of respect for when people do absolutely ping it and they nail it. Um, I've, uh, you know, so so for me, coming back to the original point that isn't about me and how often I've hit home runs, but about 
pimping a home run about admiring the pitch. It comes back to the original uh, point from a few weeks ago about not showing up the pitcher. And there are times when you shouldn't do it. And there are times when it's perfectly acceptable. So I got the, the, the classic example from recent years is the Jose Batista bat flip against Texas Rangers in the playoffs, I think around 2014 or 15. Um, and the timing on the home run and what it meant at the time. And he absolutely crushed it. It was no doubt about it. He throws the bat, he throws the bat 20 miles in the air and he goes. And I had absolutely no doubt in my mind that if that was me, if that was anyone that I knew who played baseball, we'd have all done a very similar thing because off the bat, he knew, you know, it was everything about it was perfect throws the bat and he, and he goes. That, for me, is a really outdated rule, uh, unwritten rule. Uh, and for me, they need to move with the times. The equivalent to me is saying that a footballer shouldn't celebrate a goal. And that's been... I know, they've, I know that they've, at various points in time, um, football, soccer players, for anyone listening from the side of the world, uh, the, 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 some of the celebrations have got a little bit silly, um, quite similar to some of the stuff that you see in the NFL these days. But realistically, if you try telling a, a young footballer that he couldn't celebrate a goal, it's just, you know, it's what they live for. Goals mean uh, everything. Uh, everything. I know. I mean, I've, I've never played baseball, but I've played football. I've played soccer. Uh, I've played cricket. You know, when I played soccer, I used to generally play in goal or in defence, so I didn't score many. Um, and I can, I can genuinely say hitting a six at cricket not that I did that too often or scoring a goal in soccer the rush you get and I think it's the same for most sports the rush you get um you know I used to do do a bit of martial arts do Aikido and when you when you get through a, a belt and go up a color and all that kind of stuff it's a similar kind of rush the the the, the rush that you get from there you know, I, I probably shouldn't say this being recorded, but I've, you know, I've had, I've got three kids, but the, but the rush from sports you get is up there with the rush of having a child being born kind of thing. I mean, it is huge. So you're right to say to a soccer player who's scored a goal, a cricketer who's hit a six, a baseballer who's hit a home run, you know, yeah, you've got to quietly now just trot around the bases. I, I think is is actually it's it's unrealistic because of the just emotions involved, and that's before you you add in the context of the game. So if it's a walk off home run or a, an important one in a in a against a division rivalry or in the playoffs um but i think the other thing is it's an entertainment industry you know there's been a whole host of talk recently about speeding up the pace of the game and how can we make it more exciting how can we encourage people to to come and come and watch and uh, and all the rest of it and you know it's got to be entertaining and and yes all right make it a little bit faster fair enough but actually people do want to see a little bit of, of, of entertainment and, and, and the spectacular. It's an entertainment industry. You ought to celebrate home runs. They ought to be, I, I agree. You don't, um, I don't think you should take the Mickey. So if it's, if you're comfortably ahead in a game, hit your home run and jog round. If it's somebody who has, you know, maybe on their debut or whatever, and have already been taken, for a couple of other home runs earlier in the game, again, be a little bit more respectful, respectful about that. But, you know, like the, 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 the classic one, and I still got the T-shirt, you know, Muncie taking Bumgarner into the water a couple of years ago, you know, 
frankly, if Madison can't take a little bit of grief, you know, at his stage of his career, who can? And I think it's 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 between two division rivalries. Have a bit of fun. Um, you know, you, you're going to win some games, you're going to lose some games to celebrate it while you're ahead. It's about what it means. It's about what it means. I think. Listen, if you're if you're if you're seven one up, um, and you pimp a home run off a twenty two year old rookie, you know that's disrespectful, right? Yeah, you know, that's that. You know, um, at the level they're at the level they're playing at an MLB, uh, can, everyone can hit home runs. There's, there's no there's no need for that. Um, that being said. If it's two all, bottom of the ninth, top of the ninth, close game, uh, and 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 you hit one out, you know, dance, go for it. You know, I love it. I, I don't know if you saw Jock Pedersen. Um, he hit a home run off the yes, uh, off the Padres yeah. last week, and obviously he did little stu- little stutter step round third. Yeah, little stutter step round third. Now, sadly, Tatis was at. He's in the background of the photo, so he didn't see it happen live. I'm sure he's seen it afterwards on on the video because yeah. obviously it's a direct relation to the way Tatis uh, does that around third. But um, I, you know, I just kind of think these days. Baseball, it's interesting because I've, I'm not a big cricket fan uh, by by any stretch. You know, I, I watch the Ashes when they're on. I, I don't really follow it. My American friends tell me that uh, to some people, baseball is the, is, the, is the cricket equivalent in the fact that it's the old traditionalists who like the way the game yeah. is supposed to have been played um, who really get into it. And in, in that case, you... If that's the case, if there are people holding baseball, because the guys I play with have all been my age and younger, you know, for the, well, certainly younger for the last few for the last few years, um, and they're all excited by the game. They love it. Uh, they, they love making plays. It's not about traditionalism. Uh, so maybe it's just the British uh, aspect to it. I don't find any of that any of that side of the game. Uh, in terms of the enthusiasm, I don't find any of that offensive. Uh, I just quite, I quite like it all, and I encourage it. There are times when it can go too far, but it's rare. Yeah, but I, I always oh. think also there's it's, it's it's interesting for for you know American sport in general, but but we're talking about baseball. You know, it is a show. You know, you have what was it? Was it last night? Two nights ago at Dodger Stadium, it was fireworks night. You know, you've got the, you've got your fly past, you've got the the displays with the flags and the and the anthem, which I, you know, I've been to a number of games of different sports in the states. I think it's just they do it spectacularly well, and I've got huge respect for the amount of pageantry they put into their sport. So they've got all these, you know, amazing stuff, and then you know, it's it's you know all the food and the drink and all the fun and the seventh inning stretch and all that kind of stuff, and it is all the spectacle that's built up, and then somebody hits a home run, suddenly they're supposed to just lay the bat down quietly by the side of the home plate and then walk around or run around as fast as they can. It, it's just inconsistent. Um, you know, and I, and what we're going to, you know, by the logical extension. So let's say a, a batter hits a, a gra- let's, let's take it to an extreme. So a batter hits a, um, a walk off grand slam home run and, and, you know, so real extreme and isn't allowed to celebrate. Are we then going to say when a pitcher um, throws a no hitter, which again, we've had another week without any of those, but a pitcher throws a no hitter, you're not going to see everybody come out of the dugout and charge the mound and jump on him and, 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 and all the rest of it. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's silly. That's one of those, 
unwritten rules that it feels you know, forget it if you if you smack it go and celebrate it as long as, as we've said earlier as long as you're not massively in front and it's not a rookie picture and you're not being utterly disrespectful i think i think it's the balance between you are celebrating your own achievement as opposed to disrespecting the picture and that's that's the key yeah i completely agree yeah i mean i think um the example you gave there in terms of a you know a no hitter versus a home run, there are however many hundred home runs hit every year and and, 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 and fewer, uh, far fewer no hitters. But um, but um, I, but I do take your point. There is there is a comparison. It's you know you, Trevor Bauer gets stick sometimes for his struts on strikeouts and all that kind of stuff, and it's a, it's a similar element to it. And, and for me, that's that's the same thing. If it and, and to be fair to Trevor Bauer, he's always come out and, and, and said, if you hit a home run off me, pimp it. Uh, you yeah. know, if, if, I, if I strike you out, I might celebrate too. You know, it's yeah. just kind of the way it, it is. Yeah, if that's the key. If you, if you want to give it out, you've got to be able to take it. And I think if, as long as you can, then um, get on and enjoy the game. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. Excellent. So we will come back to unwritten rules and later. I think we've only done three of them so far out of about 14 in total. So we've still got a bit of mileage in that topic. There's a lot of crossover um, in them though, but yeah. <laughs> there, there is, there is, there is. But um, when, we, when we get to, to four, when we've done all 14, you know, we really are probably milking it a bit at that point. But anyway, um, <laughs> predictions for the week ahead. We've got, we've, got the, we've got the Rangers tonight for the final one of the series. Um, then we've got three against the Phillies, who are currently, uh, they're playing 500 ball. They're currently 31 um, wins and losses, uh, and they've won six of their last 10 in the last three on the bounce. So that would be a little bit more challenging. And then we have two away to the Diamondbacks, who have lost their last nine and are now at 20 and 45. Um, so we'll ignore the Rangers tonight is because we're recording at the moment, so as, as we normally do. So there's five games to uh, to predict. Three against the Phillies, two against the Diamondbacks. What do you think? All right, so I'm going to try and keep this uh, as short as sweet as possible, I suppose. So three against the Phillies, we're going to win two, we're going to lose one. We're going to lose to Zach Wheeler. Uh, he's throwing really well at the moment. Um, he's one of the best pitchers in baseball over the last couple of weeks. Uh, he's been really, really good. Um, I couldn't see, um, in, I've not been able to project accurately which Dodgers starter is predicted to go against him. Could be um, Kershaw looking at the MLB website at the moment. So that would okay. be... Um... Well, I mean, that would be, that'd, it'd be a good matchup. Um, and it's going it, it, to, it would, it would fit with, it would fit with um, the trend on recent things. Um, but, um but yeah, it, it's yeah. it's looking it's looking nice. So I, it, I'll stick with I'll stick with what I was saying. So I'm going to go with two and one uh, against the Phillies uh, and the D-backs. I'm going to go with I think I think we'll win. I think we'll win those those first two against the D-backs. So yeah. I'm going with four and one. But every time I've gone four and one, we have not finished four and one. So. Uh, well, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go four and one as well for slightly different. I'm going four and one because we've got. I think Gonsolin is on the mound for the first game. And while I love him as a pitcher and think he's great, he's clearly still getting back into it. So I would worry that we could have a wobble there. Um, then we've got Arias and then we've got Kershaw. So I'll, I'll, I'll take two from those three, but but slightly but different two to, to your own. And then, yeah, I think we'll take the first two against the... Well, I think we'll sweep the Diamondbacks. So we'll, 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 have, a, we'll have a 4-1 there. Um, 
and and sadly when it comes to watching them anybody else in the uk um you're a little bit stuffed because there's the there's the rangers game tonight um and i think i think that's it for you for, for uk friendly times so um uh yeah enjoy uh, a lack of sleep if you want to keep up with the games over the next few weeks is is, is next sunday is next sunday is that a late one is it I'm scrolling forward now, trying to find what. I thought, I'd, uh, I, thought I thought I checked, um, but yeah. Uh, no, I don't think we've got no nothing for a while. Um, we got Sunday the twentieth is a ten past nine one. That's as at the D backs. Yes, yeah, so that's probably the that's the only one really. Yeah, that's uh, they, that. Yeah, that's the one. So yeah, next next Sunday I suppose. Yeah, that's probably depending on when people listen. Cool. So. Well, have you got anything more you wanted to to add tonight, Ian? A um, couple of things. Um, so um, just just a couple of minor things, just I suppose personal mentions, really. Um, first of all, close to my heart, I had a heart condition as a teenager and actually collapsed at school one day. Um, so what happened um, uh, to Christian Eriksson yesterday uh, on, 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 on the pitch, Denmark against Finland, um, very close to my heart. I'm incredibly glad that he appears to be doing okay, um, that the... Following the Fabrice Mwamba um, incident from about uh, 10 years ago, uh, that they've learnt lessons and that they've uh, put things in place and they were able to resuscitate him quickly. Uh, Really awful incident to see. Didn't think the coverage of the incident was particularly tasteful. There was far too much of what was on the pitch uh, for me, but I'm incredibly glad. Um, And hopefully we'll find out more about um, what went on and that he's going to be better and hopefully that he's still got a career because I know that Fabrice Mwamba uh, never played again uh, no. following what happened no. to him. Um, um, secondly, uh, the main man, Leon, uh, he's not feeling too well tonight. Uh, so we've muddled through this uh, without him tonight. We're trying we're trying our own techno skullduggery. Uh, we're making we're making notes as we go and going to pass him some some stuff to still try and fix for us later on. But I hope Leon feels uh, feels better soon. Um, and secondly, uh, and and I suppose thirdly and finally from me, um, my softball team that I play for, uh, the Manchester Mavericks, uh, they won today's Leeds uh, tournament, the Gold Cup final. So I want to shout out the Mavericks. How we the Mavs? Well done. Excellent. Congratulations to the Mavericks. Well done. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, All being well, we will all be back, not just the two of us, but we'll have a full squad out for next week. But in the meantime, enjoy watching the Dodgers, who, remember, are still reigning, defending, undisputed. Thanks a lot. Good night.